The following program is being brought to you on the Seventh Wave Network. For more information about our network and to check our additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit SeventhWaveNetwork.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit VoiceAmerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the following program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management. Welcome to the Sounds of the Heart with Sandy Goldstone. When we heed the call and say yes to live from the truth of our hearts, we accept the invitation to deeply relax, trust, and let go of fear, control, struggle, suffering, and separation. Now, here is your host, Sandy Goldstone. Hello, lovelies. Welcome to this week's episode of Sounds of the Heart. As your host, I am delighted to have your beautiful presence and heart's vibration join with mine. As we listen, share, and explore in this hour together, I invite us all to join together as one conscious global heart as we take a deep breath in and relax out with a sound. Ah. to gently ground our being in calm stillness. Meeting ourselves in love, as love, what we always are now. Ah, it's so wonderful to feel our hearts become part of the one unified field of love through the breath. Thank you for joining me again today, wherever you are, whatever time it is for you. Know that your presence is celebrated and greatly welcomed. So today I have a beautiful guest and her name is Leah Rocha. And she's a singer-songwriter, a facilitator and devout student of life. Although she has been on the path of healing and self-inquiry for over a decade, she once lived a very different life. After beginning her career as a primary school teacher, she was diagnosed with rheumatoid arthritis at the age of 21, at which her life began to turn upside down. She quit teaching and went into a period of denial until her body screamed louder. The stress was amplified after a relationship breakup, which catapulted Leia into a sudden mystical experience where she woke up out of a heavy fog, experiencing only pure love and connection to source, remaining here for two weeks. It was this state of liberation that spurred her on to seek for truth and lead her to music. She has since recorded an album, travelled the world facilitating and inspiring women to follow their heart's song and co-facilitates with Cashel Moore in the Dreaming Deep, a ceremony dedicated to awakening the dreamer 
within the dream. Welcome, lovely Leia. It is so wonderful to have you come join our global um, Sound of the Hearts community today. Thank you, Sandy. Thanks for having me. And now, Honeybear, I would like you to share your beautiful God's presence with us through the expression of sound of your God presence for just the holding of us in that love and light and that grace of all that is and that is always within us and around us and to just fall into that place of sweet surrender. Would you like me to share a song right now? Yes, that would be lovely. Okay, so Thank you. This song is called Divinity Song. A song of the birds Watch over me Grandmother tree As I fall into your arms Let all your worries be free Whisper and first The forest it yearns to the lyre bird song and the patter of falling drops come to me now if I listen will you show me how and she said somebody sing now let the bells ring Divinity song to carry us all home. To carry us all home. Where fears will melt away. And words have little to say. Where the heart will shine the way And forever in this bliss we'll sway Sway to the music Divinity song The music will carry us on Awake now Just close your eyes and awaken Awaken new horizons, rising the sails, we're setting off, let the wind blow, we have all we'll ever need and know, now together and alone we shall go.
we've laughed and we've cried. Now Mama's gonna sing us a lullaby. Wash over me tenderly. As I lay this body down and weathered stones firm on the ground, they said, "Somebody sing now, let the sounds ring." To vindicate song, to carry us all home. Carry us all home, where fears will melt away, and words have little to say. Where the heart will shine the way, and forever in this place will sway. Yeah, 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 Mama's gonna teach us a song of the birds. Wash over me tenderly. Wash over me tenderly. Thank you, Leia. That is so extraordinary, just beautiful, just beautiful. <laughs> those you. words of truth, those words of grace, just washing over our hearts and our souls and those places and spaces that have felt really battered and some of us have been in deep grief and many have been in deep grief through the loss of Prince and there's just been this collective wave of really getting in touch with what it is that stops us from seeing the light and the love and, you know, that that connection to all that is and that we are being guided so beautifully and lovingly home. Uh-huh. So thank you so much. You're welcome. Thank you. So can you share with us a snapshot of what your life looked like and felt like before your diagnosis of rheumatoid arthritis at 21 years of age? Yeah, it was, um, <laughs> it's quite, it's been quite a ride. Um, mm. It started with, um, well, I was a bit of a party, a party girl. And um, <clears throat> when I, in my, in my late teens and, and then I ended up going to university and, um, studying primary school teaching and that was 
actually an extremely stressful part of my life. Um, there was a lot of other things going on with with my family and with um, just other areas of my life. Um, and then uh, I was diagnosed um, with rheumatoid arthritis and I was 21 and this was devastating absolutely devastating um you know I was I was an I was an athlete I was a surfer mm-hmm. and uh, I was a kiteboarder and um I used to you know hang out with the boys down the beach and and mm-hmm. um and you know um stay out all night and, and and drinking and partying and it was just you know completely different world and then I got this diagnosis saying that I would be basically uh in a wheelchair in in six months wow so um yeah my life sort of stopped um and everything stood still and um I I had to quit my job quit my teaching job and um and I decided I wasn't going to let it stop me um but so I went further into the kind of party scene, I guess, and I kind of went to the other extreme and um, and went into this denial, like, no, this isn't happening to me. I'm not going to let this happen to me. And, um, and completely. So you're going to prove it wrong. Yeah, I fought and fought mm. against it. And, you know, I kind of, you know, gave it the finger in a, in a way and, mm-hmm. and approached it from this really... Um, really harmful (laughs) harmful way um and so i i went even harder um and into the into the party scene and um yeah and that's when it all began to really fall apart Mm. Mm. yes it's interesting that when we we've had experiences and we all have to some extent or another when we feel really um, out of control and we feel like somehow we've our body has betrayed us and so often the thing is to just become angry and want to kind mm. of attack the body which mm. is really just wanting to kind of like um, get our attention to lovingly um, mm. care to um, with something that's really present and available to us that needs our attention so you talk about going into a place of denial and that your body screaming shook you out of that. Mm. What message did the body carry for you through its screaming? Because we know that what we don't speak, the body does. And so often that's the only way it can get our attention when we're kind of out of balance with things. Mm. Yeah, I um I was I was very I was very angry. I went into this very angry place like everything had been ripped away from me and um so but then suddenly um one morning I woke up and I couldn't move. Um I was in such excruciating pain like I've never felt in my life before in all of my joints and um yeah, so I had to, I sort of called mum and, 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 you know, mum took me to the doctor and we did all of that. And then um, I spent the next week kind of just crying in my bed and um, and realising, okay, some this isn't working. 
the way that I've been living my life. Um, my body's my body's collapsing, and um, I I um, I just yeah I'd never been on this on the spiritual path or on the inward journey. You know, I've always I'd always been quite outward and, and quite immature in that sense, I guess, too, just being only 21 and not having, you know, travelled or anything. And um, then I just, something just snapped in me. I just suddenly realised, wow, I've got to stop all of this. I've just I've just got to change my diet. I, I completely, I threw out all of my, all of my cosmetics, all of my, you know, anything with, with, with unnatural sort of um, ingredients in it. I threw out all of my synthetic clothes and this all happened in a day. I just sort of, I snapped and my mum was sort of, my mum was a bit worried about me because <laughs> <laughs> um, I'd had this complete sudden change of, of, of heart and um so and did you I, feel I intuitively guided to do that? Did you, you know, those that kind of snapping that recognition was that kind of like a an impulse from within to kind of make those decisions, like throw out your cosmetics and your synthetic clothes, and or had you been reading up about that um, kind of being contributory? Um, it was more of an intuitive thing. Um, it's I can't, I don't really know know what happened um it was almost like just this um yeah like I start I connected to suddenly I connected to my guides and my higher self and something greater and it started almost you know, communicating with me although I didn't know what, what was happening at the time I was just it was just this undeniable urge to um to begin this shift um and yeah, that's where it began. Um, it was a very, yeah, a very interesting time where there was no, I hadn't been reading about anything, I hadn't been talking to anyone. It was just this knowing. Um, it was like my time, you know. It was like when a flower blooms it, it, in its own time and um, nothing can stop. So that's kind of what started to happen to me. Mm-hmm. And of course, my family, you know, they they were um, trying to tell me that I was crazy, and because um, I guess it's it's very difficult when when somebody you love and you know and you're close to suddenly changes into this different person. So there was a lot of resistance there from, especially yeah, from from them. Um, <clears throat> but. Um, yeah, that's where it began. So, and sometimes, you know, when we go through really big changes, and I've had that, um, those kind of accusations held at me too, is that, you know, you're crazy, you're insane, like, what are you doing? You're kind of like throwing your life away or as, you know, as it's perceived to be. But sometimes there's, there's a greater force within us that we can't stop that propulsion mm-hmm. And it's just like, and that's when I kind of get that realisation that that I'm not in control here and this life is something that is moving in and through me and animating this body and directing it and the soul's evolution is something that um, I don't have control of 
and it and it presents itself mm. in the most extraordinary and sometimes shocking and surprising ways. Yeah, definitely, definitely. And um yeah, it's it's it, it really show it now that I reflect on it, it's shown me that um everyone has their time, you know, everything in its own time and you can't force anything, you can't push anything. It's um yeah, everything in its own time and to just just relax with that and know that all is okay, all is well. <laughs> and, um, yeah, every, everything is, is perfect and meant to be, you know. It's, it really is. Everything's unfolding in, in its divine perfection. Yes, and in, in its divine perfection. But, you know, accepting that and sometimes things don't feel perfect and it can feel really painful and really crappy to be in places when life is inviting us to make really big changes around how we've perceived ourselves, what we've thought about life, more, you know, and our own mortality and who's actually driving the car. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it can be a really rude awakening and, and um, put us in a big tailspin and go, Holy goodness, it's like <laughs> it's, mm-hmm. it's just kind of like it blows our mind, which what needs to happen really? Well, that's e- exactly. And then I was, you know, then after after this sort of beginning phases of, of, of waking up, I guess, um, then I was sort of um, suddenly catapulted into this into this other this next phase of um, another stage of awakening um, quite suddenly where, yeah, I guess, like you said, like my mind completely disappeared for a couple of weeks and um, that was that was a whole nother, um, yeah, a whole nother experience. Which, so, yeah. so you talk about the relationship breakup being that catalyst for that catapult. Mm. So... What was the role that it played? What what was kind of stripped away from you or what was what space was made clear for you to kind of meet yourself in a different way? Well, I guess after after all of the stress of finding out, you know, that I had this disease, uh whatever um I I um I decided, you know, I needed to go on on my own path and um so I, I i had to i ended my relationship at the time um and um it just happened almost like i'd stepped outside of myself and um it happened sort of yeah another there was something sort of speaking through me it's like i had no control over it so i um after i'd after I'd sort of said to, to my boyfriend at the time, look, I, I need to, to go on my own path for a while. And um, it was it was extremely emotional for both of us, extremely. And I, um, I cried that night. I cried myself to sleep, just a puddle on the floor. Um, and I'd never felt that much emotional turmoil before. Um, thinking, you know, feel, feeling that my whole world had just ended and um, the fear, the grief, the, the everything all in one. And I 
um, I didn't know what was next. I was so frightened because I was all alone suddenly, it felt like. And, um, yeah, that – and then the next morning I woke up in a completely altered state and um, still to this to this day I, I don't have an explanation as to, you know, what happened other than I let go and um, – yeah, it's like I stepped outside of myself. Um, and I think, you know, this is, it's like the ultimate kind of experience that we all crave is this is this stepping outside of our little selves and, um, and experiencing, you know, our, our connection with, with the one, with everything, with source. Mm. 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 And I, I really, um, your language about the end of my world, and it, it seems that that is the invitation, and that is the, the gateway that we all need to um, go through. Is that we need to surrender any kind of idea of how we thought things were, and and our identifications with ourselves and our attitudes and beliefs and assumptions that go along with that everything gets stripped away and there's like this internal demolition inside that just just kind of like wants to really um allow us to see what's really clearly there and and to awaken to that experience of our true being is only pure love and connected to source so how has this mysterical mystery experience sustained and supported you to meet the pain and daily challenges that are arise from your diagnosis? I guess, um, yeah, it's, 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 still, it's still as clear as day. You know, I can recall that, that experience um, like it happened yesterday, that, that sense, that feeling um, of of being there, um, so it was a blessing because now I can I can almost I can recall on it at any time I need to and remember um, remember uh, the truth of who I am and remember you know what this game <laughs> of life is all about. It's just a game and. Um, like when I'm going through, you know, my my rough patches, which I have very often um, with my body and with life, everyday today life, um, um, I I sort of you know sometimes I will go back into these places of extreme pain, physical pain, and 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 fear of you know how am I going to survive in this world and all of all of that. Um, I can uh, – it sort of gives me this comfort to know, to remember this place that I experienced, to know that this isn't – it's 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 not real in a sense, you know. It's, um, it's, it's just something playing out and um, mm. it's comforting to know that that um, – well, I guess to know that death is imminent, you know, it's um, mm-hmm. and it's not, it's not nothing to be feared. It's um, 
there is nothing to fear, you know. It's, um, there's absolutely nothing to fear when I go into this, into this cycle of, you know, how am I going to pay the bills and of fearing all sorts of crazy things that humans fear. Mm-hmm. Um, it's just to remember that, wow, I remember who I am and what I am and what we all are and what this is about and I can just breathe into that and breathe into the pain, breathe into the to the emotions and know that they will pass away mm-hmm. and um, everything is arising and passing away in each moment and, um, yeah, to be in whatever is happening, to be in it fully, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yes, to create that space and to just kind of look at it through the eyes of divinity and meet that through loving presence um, enables us to kind of meet it in a different way. Mm. Okay, lovelies. So it's time for us to take a short break. This is Sandy Goldstone and my guest is Leah Roach and you are listening to Sounds of the Heart with Sandy Goldstone on Voice America seventh wave channel stay tuned and we'll be back the voice america seventh wave channel be extraordinary be the change Sandy Goldstone wants to help you start your true self journey. Sandy works with all issues and ages for individuals, couples, and groups. She is a spiritual teacher and holistic counselor of the Heart's Way in Perth, Australia. It's time to gift yourself with knowing your own lightness of being, beauty, and truth. You can feel relaxed, loving, wise, joyful, and peaceful, whatever your experiences have been or what challenges you are currently facing. Are you ready? Let's do it. Say yes and call or contact Sandy Goldstone in Australia on 011-61420-399-287 or reach out to her on Facebook at Sandy Grace Goldstone and start your true self journey. Right now, Sandy is offering a special gift. Mention the radio show, Sounds of the Heart, and receive a 40% discount on each of your first two 90-minute Skype sessions. That's just $99 to start your true self journey with Sandy Goldstone. For more information or to receive this special offer, email soundsoftheheart at hotmail.com. The Voice America 7th Wave Channel. You are listening to The Sounds of the Heart. To find out more about our program, visit Sandy's website at soundsoftheheart.com.au. Again, that's soundsoftheheart.com.au. Now, back to Sounds of the Heart with Sandy Goldstone. And we are back, lovelies, with Sounds of the Heart on the 7th Wave channel of Voice America. And I'm your host, Sandy Goldstone, talking with my guest, Leia Roach. Now, whenever we have these kind of experiences, it's kind of like, you know, there's there's a gift and a blessing in this, and it's, and it's like we wouldn't be able to open ourselves up to receiving this 
unless we've created that space and place within ourselves to look deeper and to be more open to seeing what it is that grace really wants to bring us. So what gifts of grace have come through you as a result of this experience of knowing yourself as only pure love connected to source? Hmm. Your gifts of grace. Um, I guess uh, it's it's made me really understand what surrender is and um, I guess to apply that to everyday life, um, it's, it's softened me. Um, it's brought me more into my feminine. Um, I was very much, very much in my masculine as a young woman and, um, yeah, you know, fighting, pushing, resisting, rebelling. And I guess th- think times like these, things, experiences like these, they, they shatter, they shatter us. So I was shattered and I, but in that shattering, I really, I softened and that, is such a beautiful, a beautiful space to be in, um, that allowing, that receptive mode. It's really taught me what it is to be receptive and, um, yeah, to just allow, allow things to just happen um, and to... Yeah, but with the knowing that everything is okay, that all is well, um, even the deepest, darkest, most challenging times or days, um, which I I have quite often, um, to show me that they're actually beautiful. They're actually even those those days are actually they're actually beautiful. They're not they're nothing to be. F- frightened of or to be to push away um because in that contrast of um you know of of dark and light um we can in that contrast you know we can experience both the polarities and all the shades in between um fully you know so by going into that into that darkness into that pain I can know my bliss and I can know my joy even more. And um, it's, yeah, I wouldn't, I wouldn't want it any other way, <laughs> mm. you know. So mm. the, deeper, the deeper I go into, into my shadow, into the dark, um, into my pain, the higher I can go into my, into my joy and ecstatic bliss, mm-hmm. and, um, which happens quite often. So... Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's quite a ride. So that sweet surrender and just being in that flow with life itself and surrendering to the moment, however it's appearing and not being in resistance in any way, is is such a beautiful gift to be able to open your heart to receiving. And that's not just, you know, selective to a few people that's gifts and 
grace's invitation to each one of us in each moment that we meet that feels kind of a bit abrasive or painful or shocking or we feel like something has been stripped away from us that when we meet it in that space of loving presence and looking at it through that big picture of the eyes of divinity and knowing that we are more than our bodies that is liberating and freeing in itself, that there is something that is bigger and greater and we're just kind of inhabiting this space in this physicality. But this is not who we are. Mm. Exactly, exactly. And um, we're just here passing by for a short time and we're here to have fun um, and we're here to experience everything you know life in all its shades and um experience the senses fully and um yeah it's uh all the ups and the downs um because and to know that it is a dream it's all a dream in the end nothing nothing really matters (laughs) really um all that matters is how how deeply did we live and um, how fully did we go into everything? How present were we? How present was I with every moment, you know? And it's, um, this is what the, the biggest thing that this has taught me, um, my illness and my, you know, what my experiences is, um, it, Life is so is so rich. It can be so rich. There is so much richness here, so much juice here um, in, in, in every moment, in the smallest of things, in the strum of a guitar string or in the, you know, in, in the bite of, of, a, of a cherry or a, or a grape. It's, um, there is an explosion of <laughs> so much. <laughs> If we're fully, fully, fully present, even in in the most intense pain, this is, you know, what I've what I've realised with my physical pain. Some days, some days it can be excruciating, um, but actually, when I go into it, when I stop and stop fighting it, and just be still, um, I can actually access. A lot of bliss in that pain and it sounds crazy I know but um, yeah I have to I have to experience it fully that's why I'm here that's why I've been given all of these things and um, mm-hmm. yeah mm-hmm. and from this place of allowing and fully wanting to meet life in its entirety it's like I am that having this experience, this moment, um, life appearing as this in this moment, and we get to experience the infinite depths of that grace and that love and what's available in each and every moment and not being in resistance to anything. And seeing that life is the one that brings balance and harmony to the polarity, it's because the light mm. is, is, is also of the of what appears to be the shadow or the dark. Mm. It's not separate from it. So is this the place and space where your music has arisen from? Mm. 
Very much, very much so. Um, in these, in the darkest depths, is where my most um, my most beautiful stuff comes from. I feel um, when I'm when I'm in that place of of deep surrender. You know, when I'm um, yeah, when I'm kind of you know on my knees in a, in a way. Um, that's where um, my heart explodes, and um, that's where the deepest stuff comes from. And my, because that's where I connect. That's where I connect again to to source, and um, that's what all of my music is is really about. I'm singing about all I really all I really sing about is 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 divinity and and, yes. and connection to source, which you know is, is love. And, um, and yeah, this is, this is where my music comes from, is, is the depths. It's, um, like Divinity Song came straight through when I was sitting in my lounge room. It was raining and I was feeling really depressed. I was really in, a, you know, tears were rolling down my cheeks and I was just feeling so, wow, feeling so deeply, you know, just... Um, but it was blissful. It wasn't. It wasn't suffering, you know. It was. I was feeling pain and emotion and, and grief and depression. But but I I let go into that. I just surrendered, and I heard this voice say, "Just sing, just mm-hmm. sing, just sing, sing mm-hmm. it through." Mm-hmm. And and I picked up the guitar and I. I let it through and I gave it a voice. I expressed it, you know, and and the most beautiful song came through. And, um, yeah, I, I believe this is what we're all here to do is to to use the, you know, we're feeling beings. We feel so much, we, so much uh, beyond words. And um, we're here to give that expression. We're here to express it all. And that, to me, is what bliss is. Yes, yes, and beautiful indeed, beautiful indeed. And so that seems like a fitting place to kind of ask, where can our listeners contact you, Leia, and purchase your album and other works if you have any? Yeah, um, I have, yeah, you can listen to uh, my songs on my website, um, www.leiarosha.com. L-A-Y-A-R-O-C-H-A, LeahRosha.com. And uh, you can, uh, my, my album is available there. And um, also um, the work that I do with Cashel Moore, um, which is very different to my acoustic songs. Um, it's, it's in a whole sort of realm of its own. Uh, we do a lot of dream work and improvised music. Um, um, it's, yeah, it's, I guess it's, um, taking people through lucid dreaming journeys with, with the music and, um, into deep theatre states. So, um, you can find out more about that work at, um, katunaya.com, K-H-A-T-U-N-A-Y-A.com. I guess there'll be a link on your website, Sandy, maybe. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, katunaya.com. So we do events all around the world sharing this work and the power of music as medicine. Yeah. Mm-hmm. 
Mm -hmm. Yes, allowing ourselves to be that um, clear vessel to emit the divine sounds of our God presence, which we, we know our voice and the sounds of our voice. We have a unique tone. Each of us has its unique tone, and that is our greatest tool to bring that sense of connection and that wholeness and to um, have that deeper knowing that I can meet everything because I'm not my thoughts and I'm not my feelings and I'm not even my experiences. Mm. Mm. I'm just the observer. I really am just the observer and um, it's quite a show. And I see it as, as it's a big it's a big movie, it's a big stage. Life is a stage and we're all just characters. <laughs> yeah. And if you see it from that point of view, you know, it's actually really begins to become really fun. And, yes. Um, it can be fun. Even even the, the challenges and the um yeah, what we perceive as, as um problems, um it's it's actually can become a, just a game. Yes, we get to be those magicians. Yeah. We get to see what it is that we want to create and from the place and space from what we want to create and and whether we're going to align with that, the story of suffering and struggle and wanting to hold on to those, those illusionary um, security safety systems mm. So at one point or another, we all realize that they're not real and the only thing that is secure and safe within us is aligning ourselves with who and what we truly are and the energy of that because then that takes care of everything. Yeah, totally, totally. Just to be ourselves. It's just be be authentic, be, be ourselves. And yes. There's nothing more to do really, express ourselves in the moment. And um, don't hurt anyone else in doing that. <laughs> yes, that's very important. It's very important um, mm. to kind of not project that um, poor me or that sense of suffering or whatever um, that can arise when we're in a really kind of dark place, mm. um, to not project that onto others but to just kind of look at it through the bigger eyes of, of you know, the eyes of, life itself and just go what is it here to teach me what is it that I can see within myself and what realizations can I then share with others so that their suffering doesn't need to be great or it's like you know we become a a waysayer for others that are on the path that are meeting their own dark night of the soul in whichever way their soul has chosen for it to be through its evolution to coming back home to its its true source of being. Yeah, I think we all need to. It's part of being human to go through these times of um, of great great pain and, and suffering because you know then we can understand each other. We all need to to experience it and understand it and um, fully in order to have compassion for each other and. Um, yeah, and realize, you know, I realize now I can. I realize other people's pain, and I and I have great compassion, and I I, I don't strive to change or fix it anyone. Um, it's, but 
you know, I'm there for my loved ones and for my friends and, and I'm there um, if they need me and because I know what it's like to go through that and uh, I, what I do know is that we come out the other side. We always come out the other side. There's always a light at the end of the tunnel if we just, you know, stick in there. And, um, yeah, so it's, it's um, I think it's really important to, to understand our fellow human beings and um, our brothers and sisters and, and to understand that we're all the same and, you know, we all want the same thing and um, we're all going to the same, we're all heading to the same place. And, um, yeah, to just, to just be there and um, not try and change anyone or fix anything just to be a presence there. So, um, yes. Yes, the most beautiful gift that we can give to anybody is our loving presence and from that place of humility and generosity and knowing that um, it's not our responsibility to rescue or save, that is life's role and to kind of just ask how can I be of service here and we as we give to others we give to ourselves and you know the times which I've kind of really had my deepest darkest times I'm so grateful for because it's brought me back to those um those practices and that attention to to what an I am and so, you know, it brings me back down to my knees to be in that mm. place of service to the all that is and to the God within and um, because it's I can get distracted and get lost and that's when I suffer and I, and I pass on suffering to others. Mm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, um, it, yeah, it's very humbling. And I think humility is um, is a great, is an admirable trait um, to, to have. Um, and yeah, it's it's that it's all about that softening. And um, yeah, it's it's really sad some, that it takes most people a disease or an illness like it did with me in order to come to that place of, of surrender and you know softening um, and humility. It's it doesn't doesn't always need to be. An illness, but um, yeah, I think I think we do need these. We need these challenges. We need these challenges as lessons, and um, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. yeah, we need to be brought to our knees every now and again, just to remember, to be reminded um, that you know there's a greater thing at work here. There's a greater a greater force at work here, and um, yeah, to be in service, to be in service. There's what there's nothing more to this life, you know. What what else is there? Why 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 else are we here? We're here to serve, um, to bring our gifts, you know, and to serve to serve life by by um, our expression. I believe expression, mm. whatever form that takes, whether it's music or or painting or um, you know being a mother or um, or a lover, it, you know, it's it's about giving. It's about giving and um, giving fully, in, in, you know, being in service. And um, in whatever we give out, we get back. And, um, mm-hmm. yeah, giving doesn't always mean, you know, material things. 
giving is just being present, giving of yourself, being you. To, that's how I understand giving to be, um, being authentic, being yourself, and being love. Yeah. And then that's when the world opens up and showers us with so, so much more than what we actually are giving out. That's when abundance begins. Yes, because it can bring us what we are. Mm. That's what it aligns us to. It's who we are is what we get reflected back and that's what we get to receive as well when we're in that place of authentic, honest, um, open-hearted, boundless, free expression of the one of all that is and the infinite ways in which it is inviting um, us to experience ourselves, and really it's life experiencing itself as it is in the moment so that's how life gets to experience itself infinitely mm-hmm. the mystery itself is is right now is just having a conversation with itself mm-hmm. as you layer which is just so beautiful and gorgeous and and um, it's just all perfectly unfolding. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Life's experiencing itself through through the eyes of us and, and then through our yes. physical vessels. Yes. So have you got another um, little piece that you could just share with us spontaneously from your heart to close our share, darling? Sure, yeah. I'll, I'll share a... Um, I'll just do a little improvised improvised piece just on the spot. Just whatever flows through. So about 30 seconds. We've got two minutes to close. Okay. we are whole thank you lovelies for your heart's loving presence and for gifting yourself with listening to the sweet sounds of surrender as Leia has shared her courageous and inspiring journey with us being at one with life's ebb and flow next week we will discuss and explore with Hayley Weatherburn guest and author of depression is not a mental illness how her personal experience has led her to find a heart-opening and liberating way to engage with depression and to stop seeing it as an enemy to be feared. Until our hearts join together as one next week, 
I send you much love and blessings from my heart to yours. May your week be overflowing with all that you are always now. Love, joy and peace. I love you. Thank you. Thank you for tuning in to this week's edition of Sounds of the Heart. Sandy Goldstone invites you to join her again next Tuesday at 5 p.m. U.S. Pacific Time on the Voice America 7th Wave Channel. Connect to your own divine nature in the coming week and explore within.